Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 24 winner of the Hurt Trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. and trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Pass Archibald Richards. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-O. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Many of you would recall that. If you're a Denzel Washington fan from Equalizer, it also appeared at the end of, well, Last Dance in the very last episode as Michael Jordan was finishing off as what John Stockton referred to, a stone-cold killer at the end of the 98 uh, NBA championship. Zach Hemsey with Vengeance. This is Oilers Now. We're going to have fun. It's the Friday edition. There is so much to get to. We will tell you that Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy. Office, IT, and supplies. Well, yesterday in the National Hockey League, there was a Board of Governors meetings as well as an update for the NHLPA. And uh, we are going to try to gather and glean as much information as we can during the course of today's show. 1235, back, good to go for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. And at 105 today, our NHL insider, John Shannon. And again, 
things might be moving a little quicker than some people, myself included, thought. I know that there is a feeling out there that maybe January 21st would be the earliest we could come back and start with NHL hockey. All along, Gary Bettman has said January 1st, not the 21st, is the target date. And we'll get some information from Elliot as well as John Shannon. I'll also uh, take a little bit of a trip down this uh, path as well with today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance. I mean, we all want hockey. Just to put things in perspective, two years ago today, the Edmonton Oilers hosted the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadians elected not to start Carey Price, anti-Niemi got the call for the Canadians, and the Oilers lit him up. A 6-2 victory to improve to 9-8-1 on the season. This was in 2018-19. Leon Dreisaitl would score once, had a couple of assists. Connor McDavid had three assists. Nugent Hopkins scored in that game. It would be the last game Todd McClellan would win as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Oilers would play the game. They'd have an event that honored the now late Joey Moss as part of the uh, Iron Frost Gala, and I know that many of you listening to the show were there that night. And uh, it was uh, a real, what's turned out to be bittersweet night, uh, given the context of what's occurred here over the last couple of months. Uh, And then the uh, Oilers practiced on the Friday. They traded Ryan Strom that Friday afternoon as the team was flying down to Calgary uh, to the New York Rangers in a trade for Ryan Spooner. Obviously, that's one that didn't work out for Pete Chiarelli. And uh, the Oilers went into Calgary. Kyle Brodziak was sick, so they didn't have Strom. They didn't have Brodziak, and they were up early and couldn't hang on. And Calgary beat them. And then Vegas beat the Oilers the next night back at Edmonton. And those were the final two games uh, Todd McClellan coached before he was replaced by Ken Hitchcock. So just shows you how quickly things, uh, you know what, things move quickly in the hockey circle. And I know for a lot of you listening to the show, they're not moving quick enough right now. Uh, 2020 has been a beast. That's a given, especially. Uh, when factoring in the context of uh, COVID-19, stay safe, and let's try to stay as positive as we can, and I know it's difficult at times. Uh, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're also... Uh, we, we're going to try to take calls once a week, uh, maybe on a Monday, possibly on a Tuesday on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, but that's how we get hold of all of our guests as well. We will mention that all slot machines, table games, and the poker room currently open at the River Creek. Uh, the slot machines are separated by uh, individual plexiglass dividers, as are the seats at the respective table games and in the poker room as well as the river Cree has taken and followed all ahs guidelines be sure to try one of their nine dining options this includes the brand new italia where you can enjoy two for one entrees on wednesdays and thursdays the river Cree resort and casino alberta's premier resort destination well we didn't get as it turned out a lot of information yesterday regarding what's going on with the National Hockey League. But I will tell you that it is my belief that maybe things are moving along quicker than people thought, myself included. I know I've already sort of addressed that today as we look at today's top story for the Legacy Heating and Cooling Home with a $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance. And where I'm going with this is, uh, you know what, the players, is most of you, no, uh, the players are going to be paying a full 20% uh, escrow next season. Uh, they are also, for the upcoming 2021 season, as well as a 10% deferral. 
Now, many think that there's an assumption that the players will operate whole for the remainder of the contract, regardless of how many games. Um, certainly, those of you that work in the private sector know you don't get paid for what you don't do. Uh, and that's going to be very intriguing to see how that relationship works. But I think we saw with baseball, usually... There is the proverbial come to Jesus moment where both sides realize, hey, we got to get going here. The fact that the NBA has uh, announced uh, and, and very quickly with the uh, NBA PA, may I add, a 72 game schedule that starts December 22nd. You know, Gary Bettman is a guy that uh, is certainly always uh, keeping an eye on basketball, given that he came from the NBA. And there's certainly a lot of television opportunities and Sportsnet potentially salivating at an all-Canadian division. We've talked that a lot. I know last Friday uh, we had Spec on the show, and, and Jack Michaels will join us today as well as uh, he joins us every Friday. We're going to talk about a couple different things with Jack, by the way. Uh, just about an, an all-Canadian division, and that clearly seems the path, especially given the current context of border crossings and the COVID situation throughout basically the Northern Hemisphere. Actually, you know what? It's hammered the southern hemisphere, too, uh, certainly in South America. But the writing's on the wall here. Uh, the NHL's going to have to work their way around it. And it is my belief that the players are quite interested in getting back and getting playing. And I know at one time I felt, well, maybe the players wouldn't want to come until after the Christmas break. I'm now led to believe that's not the case. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the players were chomping at the bit to get a training camp started December the 15th and dropping the puck between January 1st and January 3rd. So we are uh, going to, again, talk a lot about that today with Elliot Friedman as well as John Shannon a little bit with Jack. And we're also going to take a trip down memory uh, lane, uh, be- and I'm going to get Jack to tell a story. But Paul Horning passed away. And he was uh, Hall of Fame quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Many of you re- remember from uh, you old schools, old schoolers would remember that. He also won the Heisman Trophy on a Notre Dame team that had a two and eight record. That was the power of Notre Dame at that time. And he was involved in one of the greatest plays in a city's football history, but not Green Bay's. I'm going to talk a bit about that with Jack because Jack, myself, Tom Gazzola spent some time in the stadium where that occurred. Uh, in both 2013 and again in 2014. So we're going to have some fun in that regard. As we go into the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at Direct Workwear. I do want to mention to you, uh, no Brian Burke yesterday. He's going to take next week off as well, but then he's back at it every Thursday, and his appearances in Oilers now are brought to you by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. Uh and we had Brian Lawton, long-time uh, top agent in the business for Octagon, does the show every Wednesday. Of course, Wednesday was Remembrance Day in Canada. So Brian Lawton, pinch hit for Brian Burke yesterday. And Brian, who was the general manager himself in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning now of the NHL Network, had this to say on the financial changes for NHL owners and players. Salary caps, you know, work, work. The bigger the pie, the better a salary cap works for ownership groups. Just call it what it is. In the NFL, it works beautifully. They've got $13, $14 billion of revenue. And even though the splits can be comparable to what they are in the NBA or NHL, that's a lot of extra cash to allow yep. teams to be profitable. As you shrink those margins up, it is much more penal because of the math 
on organizations, on NBA organizations, on NHL organizations. And that's why owners want to play less games. More does not help them. It just makes player salaries end up being a bigger piece of the pie for them. And that is a lot of what's going on right now. The players, you know, when you talk to the players right now, they've told me they believe that they're getting paid 72% of their salary no matter what. And they've got a formula to work back from 100 to get their escrow capped at 20, um, 10% push to future years. And you can take it on down the line. We'll bore the fans listening right now to death. But the fact of the matter is that from an owner's standpoint, you can understand why they want to play less. From a player's standpoint, you want to play as many as you can. You only have so long to do this. Uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be uncomfortable for owners and uncomfortable for players what they come up with. But I do believe they'll reach an agreement, and I do think we'll see hockey probably starting even sooner than some people have suggested, certainly sooner than February 1st, in my opinion. All right, we need to qualify that statement. That was in the context regarding the owners wanting to play fewer games when there's no fans in the building, okay? Uh when there's fans in the building, the owners are completely happy playing, <laughs> you know, a full 82-game schedule. But just put yourself in the shoes of an ownership group in the National Hockey League. And, you know, the Oilers last year, as an example, and, and I know they haven't put official numbers out, but I'm told we'll, we'll get John Shannon to shed some light on this. But Edmonton had, like, the third or fourth best uh, regional TV numbers in the league, which speaks volumes of... The, the fan base that the Oilers have that is not just in northern Alberta, but it's also in Saskatchewan and Manitoba on Sportsnet West. And the interest that the team has in large part because, you know, Edmonton got Connor McDavid in, with a lottery pick, but also the emergence of a star like Leon Dreisaitl and the passion of the fan base. The fan base is all in. No one's ever debated that. And the fan base is knowledgeable and they follow the team and the Oilers are, they have got a couple players that are must watch TV. That said, Edmonton's regional TV deal, maybe, and part of it has to do with how Sportsnet spent for the national rights for the Oilers. Some, you know, some might say that uh, if it was in a specific American market, we'd be looking at some different dollar amounts coming in on a regional TV deal. The Rangers, as an example, MSG Network, MSG owns, James Dolan and MSG owns the New York Rangers. They can assign whatever price point they want uh, for television. But where I'm going with this is fans are a huge part of the uh, experience, and they're also a huge part of the financial formula for the National Hockey League. And when there's no fans, it directly affects uh, the bottom line of the business. You all get that. You fundamentally uh, understand. I'll tell you right now, for me, as much as I love college football and the NFL, it's hard to watch games without the buildings full. Like when I think of normally watching the SEC college football package on a Saturday and having, you know, 95,000 fans watching Alabama at home or, you know, watching uh, Georgia play Florida, which the game's in Jacksonville, sort of between the two campuses – it's awesome. The fans are a huge part of it. For for uh, you watch an Oilers playoff game, and the experience is off the charts in the building. Right? Fans are a massive part of things, and it's also a massive part of things in terms of the dollars that come in and the revenue that's generated as a result. So, the owners simply don't have the same amount of uh, money coming in that the owners and the players split, and the players obviously are looking 
to play as, as many games as possible when, when ownership doesn't have the same amount of revenue coming in. It's understandable that some owners in the league may be, again, we'll get uh, Elliot and John Shannon to extrapolate on this carrying forward. It would be understandable that some of the owners wouldn't be super assertive in getting something uh, done. Now, Gary Bettman's got a huge play in this, huge factor in this. I asked Brian Lawton where he thinks Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL's head, is at right now. Um, I do see. I do talk to Gary once in a while, and I believe that he is very hopeful that we'll get everything going and the players will be back on the ice. Uh, he's a realist. He's been as pragmatic as I've ever seen him in his life through this crisis, where maybe I thought the NHL might be in a hurry, he might be driving that to get back. He really wasn't. Certainly not early on. They took a very cautious approach. I think it paid off for the reputation of the National Hockey League. I felt like they set the standard for how to do this through a pandemic. And the NBA really picked it up and finished strong, too. MLB had some challenges. Football continues to have challenges. But the NHL has been spot on. I do think you're going to continue to see that type of attitude where it's really going to take a deep dive into what's going on around in the world. But at the same time, I do think there's optimism from what they learned last year that they can get the players back playing again in a safe environment. All right, so, and, and therein lies part of the challenge as well. So we'll wait and see what happens here. We might even have a resolution to this in the next seven to ten days. Uh, it is currently 1223 in Edmonton. Uh, Brendan, I'm going to bring you in at this time. I know we're going to do NHL uh, today in, in about three minutes at 1226. Very quickly, is the viewing experience for you the same without the fans in the buildings? No, you know, and despite their best efforts, even seeing the the sort of you know sprinklings of of ten thousand fans in the seventy thousand fan stadium, like it's it's better. They're trying, you know, but uh, but so much of the energy of sport is fueled by the eruption of the crowd when a big play happens, and we've definitely been lacking that. And and I know you've mentioned football. I mean, for me, watching wrestling has definitely not been the same, um, and so on. So I can see how, the appetite. Uh, sorry, how how old are you? 26. Okay, it's still acceptable to watch wrestling until you're 27. Then you have to stop. <laughs> All right, we heard it here first. Uh, who am I to judge? Uh, you can text us at any time. I want to know for you, like, 780-496-0063. I think the event is called the Bledsoe Cup. It's a matchup, and some of you hardcore rugby guys, and I like rugby, uh, but you can correct me, and I know the Masters is going on, but uh, the Bledsoe Cup had fans down in Australia. So text us at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Is it different? Without having the fans, when you're watching sport right now. You're listening to Oilers Now. We'll come back with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Thanks, Mike. And coming up today at 122, a new feature on the show, Oilers Now Trivia, brought to you by Greta. With 20 food trucks, street food items, from around the world, Greta Bar. Let's play, let's drink, let's eat. All right, without further ado to NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing, we'll hook up with the one and only Brendan Escott. That's right, huge wrestling fan. Again, I think you can do that until you're 27. Uh, 
Actually, I think I watched it till I was, well, maybe 44. Let's go uh, NHL today for elite promotional marketing. They've got face masks for everyone. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. I just got to say, like, like wherever I like, I go to like Safeway, or if I go to establish, I see people in face masks everywhere. So that's great. Keep it going. Uh, and I know we've got some rising numbers in El- in Alberta and obviously in Edmonton. But uh, here's Brendan Escott with an NHL Today update. <laughs> Still on me about the wrestling. I swear they're taking chair shots to the head. It's not the bubblegum stuff that it became. I promise you that much. Uh, really, not much doing out of the hockey world. Michael Haley signed a one-year two-way deal with the Senators this morning. They continue adding toughness to that lineup. Holy man. Yeah, 700,000 in the NHL, 200,000 in the A. The 34-year-old vet managed 22 games with the Rangers last year. He picked up 50 penalty minutes and a goal. Only other thing really happening is the AJHL regular season does begin tonight, exempt from those amendments made to group activities uh, by the Provincial Health Authorities yesterday. So the Suburb Series begins. It's a home-and-home with the Spruce Grove Saints hosting the Sherwood Park Crusaders. Elsewhere, Bonneville visits Grand Prairie in the Fort Murray Oil Barons entertain Eric Thurston, Drayton Valley Thunder, who looked damn good in the preseason, Bob. All right. Uh, just for the record, so the AJHL continues playing because Adam in Fort Saskatchewan says, Bob, have you talked to anybody from Hockey Alberta or Hockey Edmonton? Uh, I have uh, to speak to the efforts and the restrictions with minor hockey that have uh, been taken to ensure COVID safety. Uh, Adam feels that it's absolutely crazy that minor hockey has been locked down for a couple of weeks. Um, we might see more severe lockdowns as time goes on here in the short term. I don't. There's lots of things going on, and we don't have enough time to get into all of them at this stage. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, we will talk to Elliot Friedman. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.